Oh, it's being recorded. It's live. This is exciting. Oh, I know. I can't believe we didn't do this last week. There was a void in my my life and my heart. I know. I just, it was so sad. I, I've missed you for so long. You were traveling the world and just oh, out and about without me. Here we are again, though. It's okay, because we are back together. Welcome to another episode of True A with Sherry and Andy. Andy. I'm Andy Bargo, and this is my bestie, Sherry Hardman. We decided to do something. Yeah. Andy Bargo and I will do anything for attention. <laughs> yes, we will. I'll tell you what I did. My nails, my hair, and my nails, my hair. You gotta give yourself credit for all the things you do. I'll tell you what I did earlier, later. Now I don't know when it'll happen. Earlier, 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 earlier. My hair and being the best at no matter what it is that you're doing. Now I don't know when it'll happen. How are you? I am excellent. Uh, I, uh, what can I say? You were traveling, but the 4th of July I had a booth down at Point Ruston at, at, on the Dunes Peninsula. That was a lot of fun. It was a long day because I got there at like nine o'clock in the morning to set up and oh, didn't okay. leave till 11 at night. Oh, wow. And you had to wait until the cops opened up the road to leave because they had to make sure pedestrians were out before people were driving in to load up their stuff. And so oh. it was, that part was kind of a, a hassle. So it just made for a really long day, but uh, it yeah. was fun. It was cool to be down there. It's, um, it was one of those things that for me, like having a booth on the at the big event in Tacoma on 4th of July was just kind of one of those markers for me of like ah this is this is cool this is something that I've been wanting to do it's been a goal for uh ever since I've had a business to be at some of these bigger events and uh and honestly it's happened sooner than I expected it to so that was cool that is cool were there a lot of people there yeah it was really busy um I didn't sell as much merch as I wanted to honestly but people don't come to the waterfront necessarily in a shopping mindset and I I was prepared for that because I've been down there before and I Mm -hmm. know people aren't you know, planning to buy a book and tote it out uh, the day of, but I sold enough to be worth it and I, to be worth being there. And I got a lot of um, information out and a lot of marketing and you just never really know how that pays off down the road. Right. Um, and then this week on Saturday, so which is already the day after tomorrow, I'll have a booth down at the Tacoma Pride because the Tacoma Pride is in July. Mm-hmm. So that's Saturday downtown Tacoma. So if you're coming to that, come out to Fireman's Park, which is that's the park that is just a block off Pacific. It's all part of that same marked off area, but all of the makers and pop-up booths will be in, in the park. So if you're downtown, cool. check it out Pride, come out and say hi. I'll have plenty of tie-dye own your awkward t-shirts and books and other stuff. So yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Sounds fun. So let's hear about Vegas and uh, all that stuff. I do want to kind of give a little trip report about Vegas because I didn't really tell like everything that happened. Um, so I went with Dave and Andrew. Sorry, I have to scratch my eyelid. That's weird. Um, you know, for anyone that doesn't know, I went with my husband, Dave and Andrew. And uh, let's put it this way. Dave doesn't like to travel. Andrew does. Mm-hmm. but Andrew really can only handle like about two nights and he wants to go home. for some reason I booked us for four nights oh okay that's just because they gave me four so 
I was going to use all four. And we got a nice suite. It was nice. Um, we stayed at uh, New York, New York, and that was our first time staying there. Hmm. Um, and and for those who don't know, like you go to Vegas multiple times a year, but is it about once a year that you go with Dave and Andrew? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because just the memories came up that we were just that the three of us were just there a year ago. So I, I bring Andrew once a year because mm. he likes to go and I I can't really torture Dave any more often than that if sure, I want to remain married, you know. And he did great. He really did great this time. But um uh New York, New York, what do I have to say about it? Um our room was great. The thing uh, the thing that sucked and this is like important when you're in a scooter is the elevators. So if you go into like a bank of elevators, there's six elevators. Mm -hmm. Well, we were in like the upper VIP kind of floors. And so our elevators were in the back. But everybody else and their mother, even anyone that wanted to go to the uh, roller coaster or anything, they were in the front four elevators. So there would be a line like all down the casino from waiting for elevators. And we had to go past all them and go, excuse me, excuse me, to go to our elevator, which was in the back. So gotcha. that, that was kind of dumb, you know, and because everybody looked at us like we were being assholes or something. Right. Yeah. From an engineering standpoint, I wonder what would be a better way to make that work, you know? Like I don't know, but yeah, there was, yeah. And the thing people don't understand is like, it's really hard to maneuver, mm -hmm. especially we had Andrew's scooter and my scooter. So trying to maneuver two, we usually have to take separate elevators. And then like, you know, you get in and then your back's to the door. So you right. don't know, like, is this my floor? You know, it's, it's just, there's a lot involved mm -hmm. that people wouldn't even think about. Or like a big group of people get out of the elevator and then nobody holds the door and the door just shuts right in our face, you know? Yeah. <laughs> quite a few times, oh, no. like, assholes. But, well, um, and sometimes, I don't remember if we ran into this when I was there with you, but it's not always clear which door the elevator will open on if you haven't been in it before. And sometimes different floors open on different sides. Uh huh. So that's. Yeah. So, so there was the elevator thing, but the room was nice. The bed was comfy, except the pillows were so high mm. that my neck, I couldn't even sleep because, oh, you know, wow. if your head's like that, it just, but the bed itself was beautiful. And, uh, you know, we asked for a rollaway bed for Andrew because it was just a king room. Yeah. They brought him like a nice like bed. It was like a fucking twin bed. It wasn't just like a little. Yeah, that's it was nice. nice. It was really nice. I was really happy with what they put in there for him. He was totally comfy and happy. And so he I... was uh, he was in like the living room part of it the whole time. Mm -hmm. So he had his own TV. But he they had the, the air conditioning way over in the corner in the forest depths of the room on the side he was on and then there's this big wall where our bed anyway he was getting the ac we weren't <laughs> uh oh so well, you know that you know yeah. me sleeping hot but i just want to like our room the hotel uh there was quite a few places to eat um the slots sucked were, were places open to eat later than they were when we were there well, they have a 24-hour American restaurant, so that was always okay. open. So we ate there almost every meal. Uh, mm -hmm. There was one pizza place over in the New York. Remember, 
we ate there with Carol at that oh, deli. Yeah. Over in that section, there was a pizza place that seemed to be open really late too, but the line would be like 50 deep and just... Mm -hmm. So we yeah. were by the end of the time we were getting fucking sick of eating at this American restaurant, but oh, I'm sure. But it was nice. I could come downstairs and just get like a cheesecake and a diet coke, you know, from there and then take it back up to my room. So I mean, it worked for us, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, on the last day there, we went to Tom's Urban, which is in the very back. Okay. And Carol and I had stopped in there and got a drink one day. But the food was really good. And we're like, oh, we could have been eating here this whole time. They had these chicken strips. Oh, my God. It said they were, like, soaked in pickle brine or something. Oh, okay. Um, and then breaded. Or they were crazy good. Like, really? chicken was so, it was just, like. You know, pickle is one good. of those things that I never think of as a go-to flavor but it is really good in stuff. And, uh -huh, and yeah. I even bought pickles. You know, I keep pickles here just to snack on every once in a while. Mm -hmm. It's like so but weirdly it refreshing it thing. It didn't taste like pickles. They didn't, but, uh, and like the, the crust or the breading had like garlic. So it was a garlicky flavor more than anything. Okay. Really good. And they had uh, pot, some pot stickers that were really good. So we were like, oh, we, we after eating there, we're like, oh, we could come back. And stay here and be happy. Uh, Andrew and I ate at um, Nine Fine Irishmen. And I swear to God, oh. the fish was like this long. It was huge. You got yeah. two big pieces that were like over a, a foot long, maybe a foot long, 10 mm -hmm. to 12 inches long. Fries were in. I got the um, shepherd's pie and it was not so good. Well, and um, I remember seeing that nine fine Irishmen. I think we went past it when we were there, but it was either it's there hard, was, it's hardly ever open. There wasn't something going in. Yeah, like it doesn't open till like four, or and then it closes. You know, after nine or ten, they're not serving food. So okay, and that's why maybe that's what it was where they weren't serving food anymore. Is that where we got food to go? Maybe that one night. I can't remember. No, um, I got Irish food one night to go place. at Mandalay Bay's Irish food place that's where yeah that's and they have and that place has a good shepherd's pie but anyway so but the the big thing that really like um messed with the trip was uh right away andrew's uh scooter got a flat tire yeah and that's totally how we get him around in vegas mm -hmm. so we tried several things michael tiamont came over and brought a uh, tire repair kit. Uh, hmm. Dave tried that's, several that's things. Cool, there man. were many a time that Dave was working on the wheel of the scooter try or the tire wow. trying to fix it. And um, he took it one day. He probably doesn't want me saying this, but uh, he took it one day to the day that he went. I think it was the day he went to meet Michael, or if it was before that, maybe. Um, but anyway, he went to put air in it and took it to this bicycle shop and blah, and he got one. Anyway, he came back and he was having to push the scooter. Mm. Uh, it must've been maybe, I don't know, but he came in and he was, he got like kind of heat stroke or heat exhaustion. Oh, wow. And he's kind of prone to that. Cause first of all, I mean, he's not a very big person. And if so, if he gets up in the morning and goes and goes to do something without eating breakfast, 
Yeah. He needs that fuel because, you know, he doesn't... Well, well, it's probably easy to get dehydrated quick. Well, he eats like a bird. You know, really, he does. Mm -hmm. So, um, he came in and he was just sicker than a dog. And I've never seen anyone that just bathed and drenched in sweat. Oh, no. But he bounced back, really. I mean, I yeah, just started, I'm glad he's okay, that's I started giving him stuff to drink and shoving food down his throat. And, you know, he came back pretty yeah. quickly. But uh, there was a lot of time just spent, wasted, trying to fix that tire because, they're, they're, you know, first of all, is this like some specialty scooter that we bought from, that comes from Florida. So it's, it, where it uses a special kind of, everything you know right yeah so it's not like you can just run into target and get an inner tube or whatever you need or right and so all the stuff that we normally do we weren't able to do well and when we were able to do it like the day before or one of those days all the elevators are freaking broken and i don't mean to sound like this is just a big complaint but if you I, I should have like, if I would have had a cameraman, I could have shown and explained it better. Yeah. And so wow. we wanted to get across the street to go over to like where the M&M store and the Coke store is. We had to go all the way down the strip on this one side. And like, because you know, there you can't go across most streets. You have to go up on across those walls. Yeah, there's only so many that, that cross over. So you already have to go in normal circumstances. You have to go way down the street. Walk. And then go to cross over and then realize, oh, and that one's broken. We can't cross over. So we'd have to go down further to where there was actual sidewalk uh, wow. or crosswalk where we could cross over. And then we go to come back or like to go from this spot to this spot. It was impossible to do. Like I even leaned up and I said, how do we get over there? And he's like, well, you have to. Well, I don't even know what he said. It was so complicated. Mm. So every time we went somewhere, we had to go way out of our way to get there to because there were like four elevators broken just on the main strip yeah and you and I barely chatted while you were there you had you were on the go and I knew that and um and I was ignoring you because I was here just being all alone and lonely and no <laughs> I'm just kidding I had stuff going on but it was so I, I you had mentioned that it was hard to get across the street um, but I didn't hear I heard no, I, like, I got I, this, this stuff was broken but well then yeah and I had to go I went to go get him something for the scooter and I went to Walgreens and they didn't have it. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna go over and uh, go over to the Target and see if they have, I couldn't get there. And it's, I finally just broke down and bawled my eyes out because I was so frustrated that I was trying to get the scooter fixed first of all, and I couldn't get where I wanted to go. And yeah. it's so frustrating because nobody gives a shit first of all. There is no other fix for yeah. it. There's no alternate like, you can't call i mean you could i guess i could wait 45 minutes for a fucking handicapped taxi to pick me up and take me across the street i guess that's what i could have done but still that's, yeah and, and, then, and, and those are unreliable too so even waiting 45 right. minutes then still have them not be able to get there and, and, and it's disappointing because uh typically vegas is a very handicapped friendly city Mm -hmm. And we're yeah. also talking like anyone that has not only a scooter, but a wheelchair, a stroller, uh, right. you know, anything yeah, that like affects that. a lot of people, at least strollers that, you know, if they're, I saw a lot of people had just having to bundle up and, you know, pick the stroller up and go up, you know, but if you were a single mom, there's no way you could do that, you know, right. yeah. so 
So that was disappointing. Like, because th- those were broken in April. This oh, is really? Because when I was there in April, I had that problem. Well, and it's one thing for one to be broken that they need to get to versus, you know, location after location after location. And for, you know, three or four months, that's right. Right. That's a problem. Yeah. So, so yeah. I don't know what to do about fixing that, but I'm going to try to figure it out because I'll probably be back in Vegas at some point. I don't know, maybe. You plan to go back? <laughs> and so I would like to be able to get across the street. So, right. Um, but anyway, so New York, New York was good. Uh, I remember us kind of feeling like we didn't like it at one point. And then uh, mm-hmm. we sat there and then we were talking about, we're like, well, what, what do we not like? And we couldn't think of anything. And like, well, I guess we do like it. Do you have a favorite place that you stayed? Uh, like if you were going to pick one that you've experienced? or yeah, Mirage is my favorite. Okay. The reason I haven't been staying at the Mirage is when I booked the rooms, they never list handicap rooms anymore. Oh. Hmm. And so I haven't been able, and I have, a, I have a couple theories about that. One, the Mirage is where I broke the shower chair. Oh. So they might not want to have to go back and reinforce all their handicapped rooms. So they're just not advertising them because they're getting ready to tear that place down and put a new hotel up. Oh, they are. Yeah. So like uh, the last time I was there, I was in a room where they had reinforced the the shower chair. I could see that they had done work to it, you know, but I don't Mm -hmm. know that they did that to all the rooms. So I don't know. But well, yeah, that's my favorite. And now it's going away. So I'm trying to wean, wean myself off of it anyway. But uh, I like Caesars Palace and, you know, I love Mandalay Bay. So, yeah, I enjoyed when we stayed at Mandalay Bay. There's there's a lot to consider because it's accommodation plus location as far as where else you want to go. And then right. how are the restaurants and stuff in and the casino for gambling like right. in the facility too, like you know, you might be like, oh, I love the food choices here, but I like how this one's located, but the room yeah. is best here. And so Mandalay Bay is a great place to stay, but if you want to go anywhere, it's a long way away. Yeah. Cause that was when we went to the piano bar, that was huffing it to get to the oh. other end of the strip. Yeah. And I wore yeah. my fancy shoes because I was <laughs> trying to have a night out. Trying to be fancy, yeah. And I'm like, Looks over comfort. <laughs> Looks over comfort. I can do it. <laughs> uh, well, we went and saw Carrot Top. They loved it. Uh, Dave and Andrew both just had a really great time. It, you know, Carrot Top gets a bad rap. And he is really, he's got a great show. He's got a great show. And uh, we also went and saw Beatles Love. I finally got to bring them to Beatles Love. Uh, the, the pictures look, I just... Like later, a picture popped up of them in front of the V Dub or whatever, and that was so so awesome. Um, it was they both loved it, and I mean, I looked at Dave a couple times. So nice. yeah, <laughs> so I really hit him. I mean, at one point, he even just reached over and grabbed my hand, like you know, like he loved it. I think I saw I love it. So I saw a meme today. I I almost I should have screenshotted it to send to you but it was a picture of the three living Rolling Stones. And it said, hear me out. The Rolling Stones don't have a drummer or a bassist, a bass player. And then it had a picture 
of Ringo Starr and Paul McCartney and said the Be the Beatles only have a bass player and a drummer. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, that's kind of funny. But put them together, you got a whole band. Yeah, yeah see, they could do that. So we did that, that was great. And then, yeah, and then I realized, wow, I guess I bought tickets to Chris Rock and don't remember doing it. I remember talking about it, but I don't remember pulling the trigger. Yeah. And so I talked to Pompsy on Instagram and he told me what he was going to be doing. So he was going to start uh, live streaming at eight. And the show started at, was it eight? 7.30? Maybe 7.30 or eight. I think it's, yeah, Chris Rock started at 7.30. So of course we went in there and the fucking call to see him. Do you have like fear of heights at all? Mm. You step into that place and they all of a sudden you just like, oh, like we oh, were yeah. up high and that down Ooh. low is like really woofy. Yeah. Um, I'm not and then I have to park my scooter in this little spot. And every time I pull it up to the, oh God. I, anyway, it's scary <laughs> if, you, if you're scared of heights. Um, but then it was like, okay, 730, eight o'clock rolls around. We're still sitting there. Then they finally brought out uh, the opening comedian who immediately uh, tells uh, a joke using the word retarded repeatedly and oh, how God. he has the right, talks about how he has the right to use the word retarded. And then, so we're both just like instantly, I hate him, you know, like right. yeah. it wasn't even necessary to what he was saying. So it's just. Well, and, and yeah, and that's the thing is there are, there are things I'm not going to argue that you have the right to do, but do you have to? Right. You know, it's like, right. why? Right. Um, just saying it, just to be an asshole, just, just to because make a you point. can. I don't know. Yeah. So anyway, so there was that. And then, uh, so by the time the show starts and this guy's done, it's like 8.30. And I know that Pompsy started at 8. So we stayed for Chris Rock for about half an hour maybe and mm. then we left to go catch Pompsy. now i couldn't check my phone to see where Pompsy was because they took our phones away oh yeah well they didn't take them away but they put them in those uh magnetic pouches or whatever that you have to you know yeah i don't know if you've been to a concert or anything like that but they lock no. it in this pouch and then when you leave they unlock it for you so you can take your phone out okay they won't take any pictures or record or anything so hmm. so i wasn't able to check like see where pompsy was but so we when we find by the time we got our phones and got out to a point where we could get some service uh his live stream had ended oh dang so we so i'm like well if i had known that we would have just stayed for the rest of chris rock so we kind of got screwed on both points but you know i mean we made the boat we got to see him we yeah. got to see Chris Rock, and so we didn't. I just know how ecstatic Andrew would be had he met Pompsy, and I just was looking forward to I see know, like a I picture know. of him like thing. all lit up. Because I looked at Dave, and I'm like, I go, I cannot sit here any longer just knowing that we could be disappointing him. Mm -hmm. He said, you're right. So we got up to leave, and yeah. So we just, and Andrew's like, but I like him. And I'm like, I know. So. <laughs> Oh, well. That's and then, of deep. course, he was out live streaming the next night, but we were already on our way home. So, so anyway, there was a lot of disappointments. There were a lot of things that oh, didn't work out just right. But I think really, um, as far as us 
all gelling together as a family. It was a really great trip. So yeah, and sometimes those types of trips and events create the best memories and the best like bonding because you're like, remember when we had to get through this thing and then maybe not right yeah, away, but did. years later you're gonna be laughing about the tire experience. <laughs> you're like, and then it was just one more thing. Well, we got to go out to the the hot tub, so that was cool, you know. Yeah. We don't usually make it out to the pool when we go to Vegas. So, and we all had brand new swimming suits. So it was kind of cool. So, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you had your new suit that you just tried on recently. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. That's exciting. That was a fun trip. And then you had, I came home and had a day to recover and then on the road to Portland for a road trip. Yeah. I went, well, it was actually Albany. Albany, okay, or Oregon. Oregon, yeah, I was, yeah, you were even yeah. further than Portland. Yeah, so that was that was a fun show at a place called the Garage. Ty Boyce, Ty Boyce booked me there. He wasn't there; I didn't get to see him. But uh, the guys that were there were all nice and funny, and uh, uh, sounded like a great show. Kind of handsome, so yeah, it was nice. Then I had nice. to, you know, sexually harass a couple of them before I left. So <laughs> I don't know. She's like, I'm going to leave my stamp on this place. Boom, boom. Well, it's funny. There were these three ladies. I think was there three of them sitting in the back, giving me the stink eye the whole time. And I'm like, oh, these up to these ladies are uptight back here. Like they hate me. And I'm like, mm -hmm. this I before even you said even went it. Up? What? This before you even went up? No, while I was up there. Oh. And I'm up there thinking. I even said, well, those ladies in the back hate me, you know. Uh-huh. And uh after the show, they came up and they said, oh, we don't hate you. We love you. We thought you were really funny. We just don't, we're not like laugh out loud kind of people. And oh, I'm like, okay. I understand totally. I got rich resting bitch face too. I get it. Cause you know, <laughs> I hear that That's a lot. So that funny. made me feel better. I, I said, oh good. Now I don't have to go back to the hotel and cry myself. To <laughs> right. Uh, it is hard though. When you, when you have an audience and there's just, somebody stone-faced or a whole table like that where you're just like what am I saying that's bothering that group and um I had that a couple, couple weeks ago in an open mic where it's just like the room was kind of on board and then there's just this one table right behind everybody and I was just like do they just not like me do they they could have just had an argument amongst themselves yeah that's the thing it might have nothing mood. to do with me yeah and this was one of those open mics that's kind of mixed music and comedy. They might've just been like, why are we hearing comedy? You know, I don't know, but right. I just felt like, yeah, kind of calling them out, but I didn't want to where I was. And I was able to do sexual mind reading a little bit. So that was fun. Nice. Did you freak anybody out like you did last time? No, I didn't. They were all really nice. There was a one lady that was there and uh, she, lo I, uh, she looked like, she just got back from, uh, okay, she looked like she worked at a library, and after li after her job at the library was done, she uh, went to church for a little while, and then she stopped by this place. That's what she looked like. Okay. Like a church librarian type lady, and I said that, I did the one about- uh, Putting the towel down or making sandwiches. She was so nice about it, so, <laughs> yeah. That's funny. But I have two new ones and I didn't use them. So I'm getting excited to go back out somewhere and use these new ones I got. So, but. Nice. 
That's super cool. Yeah, but what do you have coming up? What's upcoming? So upcoming, I have uh, on the 16th. So I, I've got so I've got my booth down at Pride this Saturday from noon to six. Right. And then next Saturday, I'm doing the dope show at Tacoma Comedy Club. Oh. And for my friends east of the mountains, I'm doing the dope show the following day on the 17th at the Spokane Comedy Club. And both oh. those shows are at 420. So get your tickets now, grab your spot, you know, be ready. <laughs> so if you're not familiar, the dope show is uh, it's, it's put on by Tyler Smith. He does an awesome job with this show. It's like the biggest weed themed show, I think, around. But comedians uh, go up and do a set and then you go get high and come back and do a second set. So one. This is your first time doing the dope show? It is. Oh, you're gonna love it. It's, they're so fun. The I'm audiences are so on board with, yeah, they're. Well, that's the thing is like I'm not even worried about my second set because just shooting the shit in front of the audience stoned is. I mean, I won't remember most of my jokes anyway. <laughs> I mean, I will try to do. I will try to do a good job, but I just know it's gonna be fun no matter what. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'll just get to know them a little bit with my first set, and then you know, step into the second set. Right. So it'll be fun. Well, that's cool. So yeah. And then, um, yeah, actually the next three weeks, I've got a show every weekend. Um, so pretty excited. Um, July 14th, I will be at, uh, in Pasco at the Red Lion. Ooh, at, fun. At the Grizzly Bar, Grizzly Bar Comedy Okay. Club. Is that what that is? That's anyway. a Thursday, right? Uh, yeah. And the, ne uh, the, the, and the next day, Andrew goes in for a surgery. Oh, wow. We're going to have to be driving straight back on that one. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. And then, uh, yeah, I got, I got uh, some stuff going on quite a bit going on this month. So, but yeah, so that's my next thing. So I got this weekend free and clear and. Which is kind of nice after all the activity. You know, that was um, Tuesday, you know, I had that all day booth going on on Monday and there was just a lot of getting ready for it uh -huh. leading up to, because I had to get ready for both weekends be before this last week. So Tuesday, I just purposely had nothing on the calendar and it was, you know what, today is going to be the day that I just do nothing. And it was really hard parts of the day to actually do nothing. Cause I was like, I don't want to just sit here and watch TV, but I, I didn't want to go be outside because my allergies have been bugging me so much from being out the whole day before they, I wanted to just kind of stay out of that space. And, um, but it was really just relaxing just to not have this list of stuff to try to get done and have some downtime. What are you doing tomorrow during the Tom day? Tomorrow is, um, Tomorrow, I uh, am meeting with my branding person at, for part of the day to uh, in late in the afternoon. Um, and a little bit before that, I am. Um, a, so I have stuff starting after around one o'clock in the morning. I'm pretty open. But um, since since they close all the streets downtown right in front of Odd Otter, that's going to be one of our busiest, if not our busiest day of the year. What? Tomorrow? Uh, Saturday. Sorry. So oh. tomorrow I'm going in to do a lot of prep work to set some things up so that we're ready for um, uh, controlling the flow of people in a different mm -hmm. way. And it's, I have a little guilt about not being there 
uh, on Saturday because I'm going to have a booth at Pride. And that this is one of those times where managing that business and my own business has some overlap where it's like, oh, sorry. But I talked to the owners months ago about this and they're super supportive. And I have everybody scheduled. And I actually, Laura is going to work my booth at Pride with me so that I can step over and check in on them and make sure everything's okay. And also um, in case I get pulled away, I have that ability to. So, um, so that'll be good. Well, cool. But yeah, so tomorrow I'm going over there about one o'clock just to kind of get things set up. Um, Yeah, my my plan tomorrow is I'm going to go to that uh, place where we're having a show on the 23rd and make sure everything is all set up on his end. We're not connecting via email for some reason. So I thought I'd just go stop in and uh, I know they've been waiting for some uh, permits to go through and stuff. So it's always fun doing something at a new place, but there's always that balance, I think. Mm-hmm. And then, I, you know, if everything's good, I want to make sure. Because like I told you earlier today, I don't know. I think he's able to sell all the tickets from his venue. Which is awesome. So we don't even need to promote, but I need to double check on that. So, yeah. If not next week, maybe we'll have a, an, another sh- option to tell you guys about. All right, all right. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, well, that's cool. So. Yeah, but I'm. Um, yeah, I'm doing that, and then I'm meeting with my my branding person because we're just cruising on this these updates to the website and um, kind of ready to take that a couple next steps. So, cool. Oh, sorry. So I, I did want to piggyback on something that you okay all the way home today. Now I know this might sound masturbatory, but I listened to, to Scrutiny with Sherry and Andy all the way home. Oh. <laughs> uh, while I was driving, I just thought, well, you know, I don't always re-listen to these yeah. and hear like what I think of what we do or whatever. And I, I think we're okay. Uh, you had mentioned that we were going to at some point in the future, play a game where someone oh. has to decide which one of us sent the text. Yeah. That'll whatever. be fun when we do that. So, uh, I want to put out an open call to see who would like to participate Maybe we could have a couple people competing against each other, you know. Well, that could be fun. And then um, get to work on going and pulling some of those out, you know, so. Yeah, we're going to have a little, I know that's, a, I, I, was, I was thinking about that actually. I don't know what made me think of it earlier today, but I was like, oh, we're going to have to be ready once that comes up, which means uh, we're going to have some homework to do. <laughs> yeah, so I figure I just like, okay, I'm home right now. I got a couple days. I can start working on that and, uh, you know, that'll be fun. So, yeah, no, that's going to be a fun game to play. And I think that going forward, we can watch for those in our conversations and just start saving them in a list, like or something so that, because I think this will be something we'll be able to play on a regular basis. Right. Over time. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, that's, you know, my my things that I'm doing right now is just kind of getting through this week with this stuff. Um, I met with some entrepreneurs this morning. I went to kind of a coffee meetup, which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm in that space right now, and I, I go through this. I mean, you know, you hear it all the time. I go through this every couple months, where it's like, how am I going to get business? What am I going to do? And um, so I'm I'm trying to give myself through the weekend to not 
you know, freak out or anything, uh -huh. but really to decide what are the things I want to do next week to pursue growing my business, uh, you know, kind of hitting the ground running starting on Monday. Uh, there's always this go get some business level up a little bit, things plateau, maybe even dip a little bit, or you have a little slowness and then you think, okay, well now I got to go do the next thing. And so you exhaust what those leads are and then you've got to go refill that. And so um, that's what I've been kind of brainstorming on the last couple of days, kind of lightly. I, I, I try to do kind of this prep work in my head where I just, as I'm going through my day, I start kind of thinking about things with the plan that, okay, Monday, I'm going to sit down and just write out all the things I could do and pick which four I'm going to follow up on next week. And then mm -hmm. um, be able to have that list there to pull from the following week. But I see that Kirk, uh, Kirk Broussard left a couple uh, comments, but one of them I'm, I'm puzzled. Kirk, I don't know if you're still here, but it says they won't open until all nine of them are in-house. What is he talking about? Oh, they won't? Oh, wow. Okay. That's good to know. What won't open? Are you talking about the elevators? No. What else was closed? No, that's, that's good to know because that way we're not holding out waiting. Stop it. I'm confused. I don't know. What were we talking about 28 minutes ago? Did it have to do with one was? of the shows you were going to? It's probably is that a Vegas. What it was? Thing. It was probably yeah. a Vegas thing. If um. Well, that's what because I'm thinking that it's coming from him. They won't yeah. open until online. Oh well. It's a mystery. That's a good question. He's got a little flag by his name. Does that mean that's because he's one of our um, top? fans or whatever perhaps i don't know or did you flag him no i didn't flag him i said maybe that's his freak flag flying maybe i don't know <laughs> for some reason it still won't let me admin the, the page so i don't know okay well you saw me add you didn't you kind of, yeah kind of, yeah i saw you go in there and do it i don't know that's so weird facebook hates me hates us yeah, let's talk about TikTok and those sons of bitches, what they did to me. Yeah, what is that all about, TikTok? Yeah, so... Well, and what makes no sense is you showed barely anything of your body or anything. I was wearing a, I was wearing a swimming suit. The only thing that I can gather is... They've restored it. Okay, let me just. Oh, start. that's good at least. There's a video of me just wearing a swimming suit, showing my body what it looked like in the swimming suit. All right. Then they uh, flagged it and took it down, saying that it was nudity and sexual content. I didn't say anything sexual at all. Mm -hmm. um, but when I went in and like reviewed it, it kind of looks on one side like like there's a bit of a nipple slip like like maybe you could see like a oh. little hint of areola but it's not it's just the shadowing and the shadowing yeah. yeah and so you know they they restored it but it's like they do this a lot to big women mm. 
They call big woman wearing whatever any normal sized woman wearing. Um, it's it's sexual or it's nudity or it's pro, you know pornography. If a big woman does it, but not if a small woman does it. Hmm. It happens yeah, to a lot of big women that wow. I know happens all the time. That's messed up. Yeah. So I guess I'm gonna have to start being half naked more. Well, what's normalize it. And what's frustrating with all of these services is, you know, socially and, and growing, we're trying to grow an audience and get exposure and all these things, but we're reliant on somebody somewhere holding the switch and having that power to say, nope, this one isn't, doesn't meet what we agree with. We can never tell you what the standards are, but yours doesn't meet it. And, and it's not just TikTok, it's across so many different platforms. And we're all susceptible to that being potentially just blocked or even shadow banned where you don't even really know it. You're just getting less play. Um, and I know I've had that happen before on Instagram where I um, think I just used the wrong combination of hashtags in a row to where it's like, oh, we think you're a bot. And so all of a sudden I went from getting a certain number of likes to essentially no activity on posts for a couple months before it kicked back in. And, uh, and it, it sucks because it's like, okay, I'm trying to put a positive message out there. And same with you, like you're showing a beautiful body in, you know, a swimsuit, which is like, this is something you've always, like you were sharing a story about the two piece and all that stuff. And you weren't being sexual about it. And it's very empowering and positive and, and, all of a sudden it's just nope we're not gonna we're not gonna let you even put that out there i know that makes me wonder like did somebody report it or did it just i don't know i don't know how it works but it pissed me off let me just say yeah i wasn't happy about it at all so um i think i'm going to start uh i don't know maybe i'll do all my posts from with my swimming suit on i don't know I don't know. I'm going to do something about it. I just haven't decided. So, huh. well, you got my attention. Well, you know, it's not like I think I'm a big sex symbol or anything. But it's like I, I got the right to wear a swimming suit, right? Mm hmm. You do. But um, it, it's interesting because I, I see people in their text will use like an emoji instead of certain words or they will. Like if they're saying sex, they'll put S-E-G-G-S. -G -G like uh -huh, I see people right. write things in a way to hide whatever, which as if they don't think that the algorithm is going to pick up on that. Right. Um, it's like your joke about is Mary Jane home? You know, it's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they can figure these things out. Right. Um, but, but when I've seen that, it hasn't even been on anything that seemed super controversial. It's just been using that word. And I think, why are they even trying to hide that? when what the content is just mentions that word it's not even like it's promoting or selling something sexy and so um so it's made me wonder like okay well how bad is that censorship out there and and then it's made me think okay have i said something or put something on there i don't think that i have but like what, what do I need to be considering what I'm saying? Cause like I have like probably the worst one I have on there is my toothbrush one where it uses the word ho. And I'm like, okay, is that going to get yeah. light? Cause I said, I'm a ho, you know, but just to 
as a joke, but oh. I don't know. I don't know either. It's uh, uh, I was listening to uh, something when, and Todd Royce was on it and he was saying that, you know, uh, he made it uh, kind of big on TikTok, but he's saying that um, a lot of the like big TikTok stars and stuff are saying that YouTube is way better, that start like moving all your stuff over to YouTube. Oh, interesting. Uh, because you make more money and you don't have to worry about that hmm. shadow banning and stuff like that there. So I don't know. That's interesting. And you can, I have seen some people just post the same videos everywhere, which I've done some of that. And I've thought about doing a little more, getting a little more active on YouTube from that mm -hmm. aspect. Cause you can do these short reels on tick on YouTube now. Right. Um, it's just exhausting to learn each individual I know. thing. Like, wait, well, I just got two, this one now. I, well, and two, it's like, if I'm using my PC or my tablet or my phone, that's all different. You know, like I can do something on one, but not the other and, you know, right. other. So like my best editing software is on my PC, but if it's on my PC, then it makes it harder to put it on like. Oh, exactly. Same with know, me. Yeah, so. Yep. And then it's format like, yeah, you've got to decide is it formatted vertically for a mobile device or is it formatted horizontally for a computer or a TV or a. Well, and then now it's like even like simple things like putting a flyer on Facebook and Instagram, they're like two different things now. So you have to size them too. And so it's like, well, it's easier to just size them all for Instagram and then put it on Facebook, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You end up having to kind of pick, okay, what's the most adaptable size and then put that out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's fun. That is something we are going to tackle and solve soon. And I cannot wait. Which by the way, do you happen to have the pride poster up? at Odd Otter before Pride happens on Saturday. I'm hanging them up the today. Pride I just them last night. Okay, because I was going to say, if you didn't have them, I could no, try to bring them down tomorrow. I, I printed them up last night because tonight at Odd Otter is Pride Karaoke. Oh. And so I wanted to make sure they were up for that as well as for Pride. Cool. So that is going to be a fun show. On the It is. I get to just sit and watch. It's going to be fantastic. That's right, because I'm hosting that show. Yeah. That is going to be a good time. We've got a good, great lineup. Mm -hmm. so looking forward to it. It will be. All yeah. right. Are we done? You I think? am done with this, Sherry. I can't I'm do this so anymore. Done. I can't talk to you any longer. I've been <laughs> listening to your voice for four hours now. Oh, my God. I have missed you. It's been I just missed a, you, too. I've had a Sherry draw spell, and it's yeah. just so good to be back with you here today. Yeah, I know. It's forgetting. It, schedules are really crazy for me right now and you too but we need to get together like in person one day early we soon. will soon we got to have one of our little uh our one of our little dates and do some planning uh -huh. yeah getting together maybe even the, maybe even a bit of writing get a bit of writing okay. in Sherry. would you like that would you like to do a bit of writing with me i thought i could get some writing done i'd like oh, a jolly good be a jolly right. good time <laughs> all right cheerio toodaloo Carry on now. <laughs> Spit spot, Sherry.
You've got to say goodbye to me now. You can cut me right off. You're such a wanker. <laughs> I'm such a what? Bye. Cheers. <laughs>